Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most influential and listened to podcast in auto detailing. Welcome to the community. Hey community, before we get started in today's episode, I want to talk to you a little bit about education and how important it is to get information from, well, others in the industry and being able to dissect what they have to say. There's no doubt you can get the most education jam-packed into one day at Mobile Tech Expo 2022. Sheldon, what can you tell us about the lineup for uh, Education Day at Mobile Tech? Well, it's pretty incredible this year. It's actually the most education we've ever had by far. So now you really get to choose. Do you want to get hands-on experience with Mike Phillips and try to you know, learn how to use a buffer better? Or you think you're pretty good and you just need some more business and marketing direction. So we have sessions on those as well. We actually have 11 completely different tracks of education. So you can really pick and choose and get really close with the instructor on whichever topic you choose. So it might not be the exact packed rooms because we're spreading everything out, but we want to give people a bigger variety of options and also get that chance to really talk to the instructor one-on-one and get that first, that amazing experience you just can't do online. Hey, there's no doubt. Mike Phillips does a lot of great uh, discussions. I'm excited about my discussion there for education day, just doing one this year, but excited to be jam-packed into one of the best opportunities that we've seen around as distribution becomes one of the big things in the detailing industry. I'm excited to talk about that with everybody. Yep. That'll be great. Can't wait to see it. Definitely, man. All right. We'll see you soon for mobile tech 2022. Everybody that wants to go register, say 15% with discount code pints inside mobile tech registration. Sheldon, what's that website again? Mobiletechexpo.com. Make sure you uh, get your education ticket now and then also book your hotel room. It is almost sold out. So you, you don't want to be the one that's stuck staying far away and have to wake up early to get over to the property and everything. So make sure you book your hotel room at the Rosen through our website. Don't fall for the scams. Book directly through the website. Sounds good, man. Great info right there. Book directly through. So thanks, Sheldon. Talk to yeah, you soon, man. You soon. Shirt on, ready to go. Woo-wee. That's it. All right, welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. My name is Marshall Hill. I'm your guide as we journey through the car care industry. You can find me and Nick on most platforms at HyperClean Store. If you're on Facebook, though, go to HyperClean Specialist Group or send us a text direct, 918-800-1188. And this is the Community Pub. We are diving in today. Different people hopping in will be getting the new Belgium Voodoo Ranger. And uh, I went with the old traditional IPA. They've got quite a few different uh, uh, inside New Belgium's line of of the Voodoo Rangers. Quite a few different beers. And it's going to be fun seeing all the different ones people bring on. I'm a Voodoo Ranger fan, Dustin. Have you you ever drank Voodoo Ranger? I believe I've had them in the past. Um, It's been a minute, though. Been a minute, been a minute, a minute. Big fan, Lucas. What about you? Never had it. Never had it. Nope. No. Hey, uh, so do you? I've always been meaning to ask you. Do, do you play games too? Are you a gamer? Because you got the headset. So me? You, yeah. Oh, are you, uh, I got my Xbox up here in the shop in my office, but it gets turned on about once a month for a YouTube video. <laughs> so not much anymore, huh? Not anymore. What'd you used to play? Uh. Mostly Halo and Forza racing games. Uh, so 
Call of Duty, but that's I haven't bought a game in at least a year. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I was a Call of Duty fan for many years until I just it got the the graphics got too technical. And yeah. I just couldn't see people anymore. Just <laughs> everything yeah, when, blended in too much. Once they started doing that jetpack shit, and I don't know, a few years ago with Advanced Warfare, it's like, hey, Ari, you guys are trying too hard to differentiate between the games. All the Call of Duty fans always just we like the historical and we know what we're getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, for a couple of years, it was always, I loved going back to Newtown. It was always my place to go to. And Absolutely. before they, I mean, and this was like uh, Call of Duty, was it uh, Black Ops? Um, and then Black Ops 2 might have been the last one that I played, but Call of Duty Black Ops, I think that's the one where I started really getting into at Newtown and some of those places. Uh, you could you could uh, do the quick scope before they took it yep. off. They, they took it off later, but during that was, I think that was a map. And especially that I, I got in this group of people, and they kind of taught me how to do it. It was a lot of fun. We used to play quite a bit together. Yeah. Nuketown is awesome. Yeah. Dustin, you ever been a gamer? Uh, a little bit. I am the most inconsistent uh, Warzone player there is. I either get like no kills or 10 kills, nothing in between. Yeah. Well, in most games now just take so much time. You know, I just, I'm lucky if I get yeah. like a couple of hours on a Saturday, right? Like maybe a, a Sunday morning, if everybody's still asleep, I can sneak out and go play for a little bit. But other than that, I mean, that's, that's really about the only time uh, here and there. Maybe I'll sneak in a game or two. That's about it. I, I think my kind, he was a big Pac-Man player back in the day. I think that's what he played a lot of. <laughs> you know, um, you're not going to believe this, but. I've played Pac-Man once, and that's the only video game I've ever played in my life. How, how did I <laughs> call that, it. right? How did I but, call that? Well, you know, I'm an old dude. I played it in a, uh, on a machine in an arcade one yeah. time, and I thought, what's the big deal? I'm done. All right, so I had a, I had a funny little thing that we did uh, in high school. Uh, there was this great little burger spot. It was about an a mile from the high school. And whenever we would get to leave, and I went to, I went to high school that we didn't always get to leave to go eat. Sometimes they would and sometimes they wouldn't. And then your senior year, you could. And so literally probably like three to four days out of the week, we went to the same hamburger place and played Pac-Man almost every day during our lunch break. Like we, we were Pac-Man geeks. I've always loved playing games. I've always loved playing games. I've just never been that great at them. So, Brandon, what about you? Uh, have you ever been into video games? You ever been a gamer? Um, I used to play when I was younger, but I definitely do a lot of games for my kids now. I built an arcade for them. I just made a little arcade for the truck. Um, but yeah, I used to like them when I was younger. What did you play? I bet you it was Sonic Hedgehog. I did play Hedgehog, yeah. But I'm a huge Ninja, Ninja Turtles fan. I played any oh. Ninja Turtles game there is. <laughs> hmm. All right, so we really want to know your true thoughts about uh, Sunday's uh, Sunday's game. What happened to your boys? Brutal, man. It's brutal. Um, I've, I've had a rough time watching NFL entirely this year, uh, but I did turn that game on, and that was – it was bad. Yeah, yeah, it was – 
I didn't watch much. We just kind of watched the end of it. We were eating some dinner and I was trying to watch it as I could, but you know how that goes. It's, it's never popular to be looking at the TV. You get no. some of those elbows in the, <laughs> in the side. It's like, oh, okay, 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 okay. Lucas, no, what are you heard, drinking I heard tonight? that in the podcast. I started cracking up. I was at a customer's house and he actually asked what I was laughing at. <laughs> oh, that is funny. That is funny. And he, you were like, well, actually, because they talked about me on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I said he was kind of poking fun at me a little bit. It made me laugh. (laughs) What, uh, what were you working on? Uh, uh, 718 Porsche. And, uh, actually I put a couple on the, on the hyper clean specialist the other day and a Viper. Cool. What are you drinking tonight? I I just grabbed the Voodoo Ranger. I just got back from uh, my son's football practice and just grabbed the Voodoo Ranger we were supposed to have. Which one? Because there's quite a few. I, which one it's just you the IPA. Okay. Can you see yeah. it in front of my face or no? Yep, that's what I got. Okay, so you yeah. got, but you got, but read it, right? There's a part of it. You got a little bit of different, right? I'm not sure. I think mine's just a tall boy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just a big old boy. What do you think of it? You like it? Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> pretty good it's not typically your go-to that it wouldn't be no i gotta put my go-to in the comment box yeah yeah well we might if if it's we might yeah i don't think i don't think it will happen uh, but i sure try, will right? sure will derek <laughs> what'd you get uh I, which voodoo ranger did you grab man so i went to the liquor store and all they had was the mega pack so i got them all <laughs> You got them all. There you go. Uh, Nicely I done. The, I got the regular IPA, the ju- the Juicy Hazy, the Hot Ranger, and the ex-presidential IPA. So, uh, Lucas, okay. what are you drinking tonight? Oh, um, I'm drinking Old Faithful, the only one I keep in stock, Bud Light, in a bottle. All right, every time, huh? That's it. <laughs> yep. Okay. Still my favorite, I will say. Still some of my favorite Super Bowl commercials, Budweiser and Bud Light, the old Bud Bowls. Mike, there's not too many people that remember Bud Bowls. The, no, the Bud- there's not. These these kids don't. <laughs> yeah, they were classic, classic. Yeah, the, they the bottles would play each other in football during, and that was the commercial. <laughs> but you zoned those. in, you watched every one of those commercials. Yeah, definitely. I remember those. I also remember the Bud Wise or Frogs. <laughs> yeah. Those, those are great too. All right. So Lucas is working on a pretty, uh, pretty easy car today. He want to tell you guys about. Yeah. Freaking. Yeah. I don't know how I, I don't know how to do pictures through the zoom yet. Cause I use zoom never, but that's, yeah, it's yeah, not working, it but yeah, it it, work. it's, it's, uh, wow. <laughs> what kind of car was it? It's a Dodge Durango. Luckily, mm. I guess you could say luckily leather seats, but leather's a lot easier to mess up than cloth seats but it was she's like oh yeah i got a couple kids and you know you know how kids are so luckily i priced myself or i she dropped it off and left and then i pulled it in after i got done with the first car this morning and i pulled it in and i looked at him like oh i gotta give this lady a phone call so i rang her up on the telephone and said hey uh i don't know if you've ever had a car detailed before but this is 
uh, excessive compared to normal soil. So uh, if you want it to look like how I th how we talked about, it's going to cost you about twice as much. She's like, oh, I understand. I know it's I know it's pretty rough. I, I probably didn't do a very good job explaining it on the phone. I was like, no, nah, nah, it's all right. It's my <laughs> fault, too, for not, you know, trying to extract more information. But uh, yeah, so that was that was 10 hour what? interior. Yeah. What was so bad about it? You said it's one of the top five worst. What was in it? Well, it was just I've never seen so much food and crumbs and sticky shit all over a car. I, to clean the floor, I spent an hour and a half on the on the WeatherTech floor mats with Goo Gone, straight degreaser, steamer. I used the zero spinny tip on my pressure washer and my red drill brush. And it, it, it was, I got them looking good, but it was just an inch of crap all over everything. Seats were full. Yeah, it was, it was. Seats were full. It was one of those like hoarder cars it wasn't more it was more so someone who let their kid kids uh, she has four kids apparently ooh, and all under it? the age of five ooh. so there was two booster seats and two car seats that ooh. she took out and you ooh. could just see where the kids sat and just food was in the car every time they were in the car and it was just never got vacuumed I don't, never got vacuumed no good no good dustin what's the worst car you've ever done Oh man, uh, GMC Acadia by far. Um, lady drops it off, and uh, I was just like, Oh my god! I called her up, I said, This is going to be a very expensive interior detail. I said, Gave her the price. I said, You know, you can come pick it up if you want. If not, <laughs> this is going to be your price. And uh, that, that was miserable. I will never do one that bad again. Just like he said, sticky stuff everywhere. Like you open the door and it just smelled like, like just kids lived in that thing. And she's like, yeah, we've had it for like five years and we've just never had it cleaned. I'm like, I don't think I can make a vehicle this dirty if I tried in five years. Just food everywhere. Disgusting. Never again. Uh, I swear to you, I will turn one of those nasty things away in a heartbeat. I don't care how much money it pays. Well, I guess kind of luckily I woke up with a bit of a cold, so I can't breathe through my nose and I couldn't smell a single freaking thing the whole day. So I, I don't know if or at, if, it, if it did or does currently have a smell now that I'm done, but I, I couldn't smell it. So that was that made my day a little bit more pleasant. <laughs> I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say I, I might be a little weird on this. I sometimes actually have enjoyed those type of vehicles because oh, yeah, you always sure. know that the customer is going to be thrilled. Like yeah. you never have to get those, you know, interesting part, right, Derek, to, to talk about later is, well, you know, can you achieve perfection? Hell on those. You don't have to, you know, like you just got to get them looking good and they're thrilled. And the before and afters for posting on Facebook and mm -hmm. Instagram are like, money printers like you mm -hmm. could i could charge half as much and probably score three or four more jobs just from posting the pictures that's true that's crazy that's crazy brandon what's the worst you've ever done i actually other than our family vehicle ourselves <laughs> <laughs> um i recently did a porsche that was taken in for porsche and i started cleaning the perforated leather it was all white stained I started pulling the stuff out of it and it was all puked. 
Oh, pretty, pretty disgusting. Yeah. Oof. Oof. No telling what that puke was either. No, I, I start pulling it out and I'm using all this stuff to get it out of the holes. And then I, I'm like, what is that smell? It was all puke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't smell it till you hit it with the steamer, and then you're like, "Oh, I know what this is." <laughs> exactly. exactly. That's what happened with that Acadia, dude. I was steaming, and it hit me, and I just like put a mask on. I'm like, "This is disgusting," and that ruined it for me. I was like, <laughs> "I was like, the carpets in these things were like hard as rock. It's real short fiber too. It just sucked, man, and, and it ruined it for me." And I was like, "That." Never again. Never. I didn't even offer the lady the maintenance plan. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> vehicle again. <laughs> Mike, do you uh, do you keep your work truck dialed in, or is construction a uh, a vehicle that you're like, you know what? It's okay. It's just gonna get dirty. My truck is spotless. <laughs> you know, it's spotless. Spotless. I. I <clears throat> One, I was trained that way. Um, and one of my mentor, who I still, he's like 86 now. I talk to him often. He's down in Florida now. On Monday morning, he would walk around my truck. And he'd look at it. And he'd open the door. He'd look inside of it. He'd open the cap. He'd look at the tools. And if everything wasn't standing tall, he'd say, why don't you go home, clean your truck up, and come back when you're worthy? And he only did that to me once. Wow. <laughs> when you're and worthy. it was just because, because uh, in the day, you know, we were using all electric tools. My Milwaukee, my truck was spotless. My case that my Milwaukee Sawzall was in. I didn't clean it out and I didn't wipe the saw down. And, you know, I even owned it. But, uh, yeah, he taught me a lot. But my, as a result, still to this day, every Sunday, my truck gets clean head to toe. I don't have to carry tools. I don't work in the field. You know, I mean, my tool is this thing right here, the computer and uh a total station of transit um so you know it's easy, it's pretty easy to keep it clean you know yeah um, but some construction work trucks can get they mentioned you know inches uh oh. you know to me that's the oil filled trucks that come in and the construction trucks are out you know because that's what it most of it is if you get outside of the the main towns here it's usually farmland or it's a lot of oil trucks and uh, yeah. boy, those Ooh. with our red Oklahoma clay, oof, boy, those carpets, Escav those those mats get bad. Excavator trucks are the worst. You know, I've done a couple. Still not as bad as I did. I did a 2018 Sequoia about a year ago, and you know, I've done I've done several construction trucks because I pick up a lot of business that way. Mm. Um, because of my job, but nothing matched this Sequoia. I mean, and it's a beautiful, beautiful SUV, um, three row seating, but it was just trash. She has five kids oh. and um, dirty diapers under the seats and oh. no. candy, oh, no. 
suckers stuck to the carpeting and gummy bears ground in. And, you know, the owner, he told me, he said, look, this is my wife's car. She's a slob. I don't care if it costs me 2000 bucks. I want it fixed. And yeah, I, I did it. And, um, you know, I, I just, I put on um, a full mask and um, a Tyvek suit and went to work. <laughs> and the funny story, the end of the story is I, I did 50-50 leather shots and she had that saddle col color uh, leather interior, mm -hmm. the, the light brown. And I did some, I got some really good 50-50 shots of that. Um, you know, I taped the seat and I thought, you know, I'm, I'm going to, it's, it's like what the other guy said, you know, that's a money magnet. Well, I posted them on uh, my Facebook page for the shop and she called me the next day and she ripped me a new one. Big what? <laughs> Yeah. She says, I want them pictures down. You can't do this to me. You know, and she just, she hit me with every four letter word, you know, you know, she didn't call me a dick. She called me a cock. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. You know, an effing one. Whoa. And, um, so I, I said, look, in, in, the other thing that was really bad on it, her window, her skylight was loaded with Cosmoline. So when I opened the, the skylight, it was loaded with Cosmoline and dirt. That took me two hours to clean out. You know, and the hinges and the in the in the were loaded with cosmoline dirt and grease and gunk and yeah. So I waited two weeks and then I put the pictures back up. <laughs> she <laughs> she never went back to my site. <laughs> nicely done, nicely done. Yeah. Julian, man, good to see you. Hey. All right. So Julian, I want to ask you, uh, sure. and we'll toss it toss it around the group too. This is a question I was asked earlier in the week. Gave my input and uh, curious what you guys think. If, uh, let's say you're you're doing a full detail, kind of starting out maybe, it's taking you about six hours. How can you guys cut it down to four? What would you guys do to reduce the amount of time spent on a car? Julian? Um, I would first start off recording myself and seeing how fast I can go. Um, I would look at the equipment I have and I would see if it's actually professional equipment. And I would say investing in your equipment really helps with the efficiency. So for example, a lot of people, how they start out with interior details is uh, using a Bissell or using those little green um, uh, carp extractors, many ones you get from Walmart or from other stores nearby. And then compared to let's say getting a Mighty, uh, Mighty Carpet Extraction Tool, that can really help speed the process. Uh, but like you said, with like a full detail, I would start with reporting myself. Um, I would do some research on some faster techniques and processes. Uh, but I would say first start reporting yourself and upgrading your equipment. Yeah, great input. Jul uh, Julian, it, uh, definitely as you've grown, you've probably had to uh, tweak and continue to arrange. So appreciate yeah. that, man. Nice. Absolutely. Especially where like, if you have like a shop or even your own personal garage, I mean, the placement of your tools, uh, cord reels, 
um, where your vacuum set up. Like, I mean, if you're doing like, you know, basic express services, that all really matters and as a hand in hand. Let's say you have two guys running the show, uh, especially for a detail truck, a rig or a van. Um, the way how your setup is for those common type of services and how fast you can reach them and how fast you can put it away and go on to the next one really makes a difference. Yeah, I it, I, I kind of piggy, piggybacked off that when I talked about processes and, and I talked about really getting into pinpointing and doing the exact same thing over and over and over and always starting in the same place and go through a checklist if you need to just always do the same thing over and over and over and the more repetition you'll you'll get faster like muscle memory uh the other one for me interesting you said uh with your tools and that's a good one with the Bissell to mighty i know when i upgraded my uh Walmart uh, little steamer that I, it was probably was a Bissell, you know, and I finally got a, a full extractor and I didn't even do the big boy yet. You know, it was one of those smaller ones. The mighty lights are good too. And uh, yeah, yeah, I got I, one running uh, right now. I got uh, one of our guys, uh, he's running a mighty light right now. He's doing an interior. Yeah. It, it really helps. It does. It, it, yeah. That, that can shave 15 minutes pretty easily. Absolutely. Uh, then my, my other one that was big for me was I said, you know, like for instance, if you've got four different products that you're using to do something, when there's a product like HyperClean TRX, that is more of a universal cleaner that you can use in a couple different ways. Hey, it makes sense to find products. And if you can shave down what all the different things you're having to get, and you can shave them down with one product, it definitely helps from having to go back all the time and try to figure out this and go grab this. It'll shave another 15 minutes off just from walking around back and forth grabbing stuff. Lucas, curious what uh, what your thoughts are. Uh, well, I started off doing it one way with really cheap vacuum. Uh, I bought a cheap steamer from Harbor Freight, I think. Yeah, it was Harbor Freight and a bunch of towels, a couple bottles of cleaner. And that was, that was what I used and then uh, saved up some money. And then when I opened the shop, I bought uh, a big ass air compressor get a mighty 8070 and a bunch of pump sprayers and i'd say between the mighty uh and uh pump sprayers you know like half gallon all the way up to i got a three gallon for carpet shampoo instead of square bottles and then i think the thing that sped up my interiors especially the fastest was probably a tornador that thing just eats through shit and carpets and in jams everywhere a tornador i think is like do you do you like a, uh, the full tornador that has the solution at the bottom or just no, the air I, gun? I hate I hate those things like poison. Yeah. I think every just time I, every just time I see stuff. the guys using the one with degreaser in it, I I, I cringe because I yeah. can't imagine introducing that much moisture to electronics in cars these days. Oh, that's I mean, not even just that, really. I mean, I yeah, I yeah. get. I get sure, your point. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, Mike. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're right. I mean, spraying that into electronics, you know, especially around the screens or anything like that, don't, don't yeah. do absolutely. Or even just even just the door switches. It's just I see guys smoking them. It's just yep. like you're better off spraying it with a pressure washer. And and, <laughs> and so the interesting, the interesting thing, and this would be another little rabbit to chase, is, you know, how much moisture can you put on the door? Right? People that are tinting windows, I mean, they drench doors down, drench them. Yeah. They get just soaked. And I've, I've had little, quote, unquote, little arguments back and forth with guys in groups. <laughs> They're like, you can't put motion. I'm like, listen, if you watch somebody tin a window, that, that door got freaking soaked. You know, like it, 
it so for me lucas i think it, and we call it atomizing you atomize that cleaner out into the air and then you start breathing it oh it's horrible for your lungs that, that horrible for your health horrible yeah i mean even guys who just blow the, uh, i only use the dry torador so i'll i'll blow dust out of carpets and stuff and i, I always put on a, a a dust mask just because i can't after years and years of landscaping you know dust is not any kind of uh stranger to me and you'll notice really quick once you start coughing black shit up that you sh are doing something you shouldn't be yeah black shit you don't want that you're right no. <laughs> Derek, you like the tornador too don't you i l listen that when when uh when Julian was talking about that, like as soon as I upgraded to a, uh, I don't have like a big um, compressor. I have like a, to me it works. I don't, I, I know a lot of guys talk about they got to have the big ones on mobile. So I have like a, um, like an eight gallon one. That's uh, it, it, it. I can't run the tornador for, you know, three minutes straight. Like I have to, I can't hold it. But for me, I do a little burst and that speeded up my interiors to the point. And not only did it speed up the interiors, it also made them, to me, the cars were even cleaner afterwards. Yeah, because like I was getting like my favorite thing to do now is like we, we, you were talking. I think um, what's his name? Dustin was talking about the uh, Arcadias where they have like the rails underneath the seats. You spray the cleaner, use the Tornador, and my favorite thing now is I'll sat, you know spray the door panels and stuff. You wipe them down, use a Tornador, and then just the water that you like grabs the dirt and as you blow it out, it, it makes everything cleaner. So. I love my Torador, that, that Vortex tool. Like, I actually, Marty, I don't know if you remember um, June Jones from uh, the... Yeah, I haven't I, seen June in a while. He, I, June's a I, local detailer that created a podcast called the D Dealership Detailing Podcast. I, he had a contest, and I won my Vortex tool from him. That's where I got it from, for free. Like, he's, he, I didn't think I won. He, he mentioned me on an episode, and then I, he mailed it in, and I had the same one. I, I love that thing so much. Yeah. Like, we sell, the, we sell the Vortex because we, it's a it's a better price, you know. We think it, it, it you know, versus the Tornador. Tornador is the kind of the original tool. It's the and it's a great tool. It is. Lucas, do you use the uh, the stainless steel cone or do you use the traditional cone? Yeah, so I've got a local supplier that's uh, carries Vortex and Tornadors. So Tornador, he's like. Yeah, the Tornador is 70 bucks and the Vortex is $30. 30 bucks. So what I did was I bought the Vortex and then I bought the Tornador rebuild kit, which they also sell for $15. <laughs> that included two spare straws and the stainless cone because I was going through the, the plastic cones like 15 bucks and you got both. You, you yeah. Got yeah. Yeah, it's a I good. Don't know, I don't know. I don't know what what, what they cost online, but I'm like, shit, this is. It's you ought to buy a lot of those and flip yeah. them online. Is what you ought to do. <laughs> uh, send me his number. I'll buy some too. Yeah, there, it was the, the the stainless cone is a, a very nice upgrade for the Vortex gun. Yeah, definitely, Dustin. You ever use a Vortex or a Tornador? Oh yeah, I got a couple of them floating around here. I uh, usually use them on a on every detail for the most part. Um, but uh, yeah, definitely good to have around. But uh, Chief Steamer, man, that's how I cut down my details. Explain. What's that? You cut out. Can you come just a little closer? Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, explain but, uh, the Chief Steamer. What What do you mean? No, the Chief Steamer. 
Uh, it's like 85 PSI. Uh, any high pressure steamer, man, uh, can really cut down time. So it's rare that I touch air unless the carpets are trashed. Otherwise, I steam clean everything. Um, you know, some vehicles I can get by with not using chemicals at all on the interior if they're, you know, fairly clean. Yeah. Okay, so when did you switch? Did you ever do the extractor type, or did you oh, oh yeah. did you go straight? Yeah. No, I, I've got a mighty eighty seventy and uh, all that good stuff, but uh, it, it's rare that I break it out unless the carpets need extracted or the seats are kind of kind of rough. But I do have it. I definitely think it's a must-have. Okay, yeah, I steam for me. I never got into much. I used it some, and that's just right. We always say, which is interesting. Everybody's got different, different ways of going. I, and maybe some of the early times, cause when I would use steam, I would uh, pull some dye or if I got down too low on some plastics, I could I'd hit that little white spot on them. And uh, it just, yeah, you it, gotta watch. <laughs> yeah. So it just kind of freaked me out and uh, I never really got back into steam much. I, I played with it here and there. And I think one time I was at somebody's uh, shop, uh, you know, making a sales call and, and one of those big old huge was it the Fornador um, and, and played with that uh, as, a, as an exterior wash. And it was interesting. Uh, but I, yeah, I just I've never gotten into steam. I, uh, the 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 people that run their businesses completely off of steam washing and interiors and everything. It's it's a fascinating way of cleaning a car. Oh, for sure. But some of those steam cleaners, man, they get up there a couple grand for a steamer. Uh, that's just wild to me. But I guess in a in the northern climate, that might be beneficial to have like the Optima steamer. And uh, you know that thing's pricey. But hey, if you can if you can be out below freezing temperatures cleaning a vehicle with that steamer, I guess uh, hey, that's good. Yeah, Brandon, uh, you. Uh... You use a steamer, or use a tornador. What do you traditionally do on your interiors besides uh, besides a leaf blower? Uh, yeah, I got a. I do steam and uh, sometimes, and then sometimes I'll do an air compressor with the Vortex. So I've uh, I just got the with the VX five thousand. So I've been been heavy on steam here lately. So, but I, I use both. I think the, the both applications is is useful. Depending on how do you the, how do you pick yeah. out when to use which? Uh, like if, if you got a really nasty one, I'll break out the steamer. Um, you know, one is the, the little textured in the, in the plastics is, you know, you really got to get down there. I'll probably got the steamer for that. Um, you know, normal detail that's, it's nasty, but you know, or not that nasty. I'll, I'll use out, I'll break out the, uh, compressor for that. But I think both of them are a great application. Uh, how would you recommend if somebody wants to shave time on a detail? What would what would you recommend for them? Uh, I would go compressor before steam. I mean, it's right. just, I mean, it's, it's I don't know. You, you don't really run a risk of, like you said, damaging anything with a steam or with a compressor. You, I mean, steam, you know, you, you run that risk. So I, and you can get a compressor much cheaper, you know, a couple hundred dollars. You get one of those cobalt, you know, four or five gallons towed around and it's you know it's not even loud at all and it mm -hmm. you know it's now, i have speaking of lucas when we talked earlier about you know buttons and stuff around the doors i have taken an air tool been blowing down the door and popped off a button before i was like motherfucker <laughs> like 
I didn't know how I was going to fix it. Like, <laughs> fortunately, cool. kind of, kind of got it back in there. Did hey? Yeah, well, yeah. sometimes you know you get them old cars where it's already peeling off and you blow yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Peel a little bit more. You're like, oh crap, you know. But yeah, yeah. but when you ask the people that. about it and you let them know, they're like, oh yeah, it's been doing that for years. I'm like, well, you could have <laughs> told me that. Jeez, <laughs> I had a heart attack for 30 minutes. <laughs> Marty, yeah, I had. I had one where I uh, that was using a pressure washer on a door handle on a Honda Accord, and the door handle flew off. <laughs> and I called the customer, and he said the same thing. Oh yeah, it's been like that. I'm like, well, thanks for letting me know. I thought I ruined your car. <laughs> like, like, yeah, no doubt. It's uh, <laughs> and the ones that are fun are when it's paint. It's been repainted, and they tell you, no, nothing's been repainted. And you're like, listen here, I've been buffing on this for I don't know how. Long. Like the other side of the car did fine. That panel did fine. This panel is different. And by the way, I see a run line right here. So this fucker got repainted. Like, don't tell me that shit. <laughs> I messed up a steering wheel one time with steamer. So you got to be careful with that sometimes. Yeah. The leather wrapped. Steering no, wheel. it was actually like the, it was an Audi, like, you know, it has that chrome piece and then it has the Audi. Oh. In so I was like steaming in there oh. and like the paint around the inside started coming off. Mm. So I like, I just went ahead and took it all off. I told the guy, I mean, that was the only thing I Make did. it match. He was like, yeah, it makes a nice, uh, nice contrast. So he was, Wait, cool. like, he was okay with it. He's like, yeah, it's okay. He's like, I mean, it did look kind of, it did look good. It was like black and then brown. Like, it looked nice. It was a nice contrast. What about the little, like, white lettering that's on the, like, the, the windshield wiper or the blinker or that? Like, you ever messed up those? Oh, that's yeah. not fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really old Honda I did. Old Honda yeah. Cords and stuff. I, I took it off of old Civic one time. And the guy was just like, eh, no, it's okay. I know, yeah. I know what it does. And I, I told my bit about I sit there for I don't know how long with like a little towel on just the edges and trying to like climb up the sides of all the letters to get that little smear <laughs> off and everything, you know, like not fun when you do those. John, what about you? If we're asking the question now, if you're if you got a detail that's taking you six hours and you want to go down to four, well, what would be something that you would do and recommend for people to do? So, dude, I, I, I toured it all the way. Uh, I had the chemical one. Uh, but when I don't want to use it, I just turn the valve off and it just is all air. All uh, right. So, John, we were saying, though, like none of us really like using the the, the liquid out of the tornador. So step it up, man. Be the one on the hot seat. Tell so us this, what it is. Why do you like using the liquid part of it? So one, because after you're going like this, spraying and stuff like that, your wrist and everything else, I start hurting. So basically, I just I literally I've got a dilution ratio where I just throw in uh, my interior cleaner from HyperClean. And it just breaks that shit down. I used to tint windows and I've, I've seen buckets of water, it seems like, going there. And I'm like, you know, most of the stuff sealed to begin with. I have just blown the crap out of it. It has cut time down tremendously because basically what I'll, what I'll do is if I have a, a, a nasty vehicle, even just a regular vehicle, I'll go through and I'll do a quick little vacuum just to just get all the loose stuff. And then I'll take the tornado and just blow everything out. Then I'll re-vacuum. And nine times out of ten... Right there, just it just saved me literally almost 30 minutes just doing that because um, it's knocked out all the stuff that the error, everything else like that. And I have a different one where I actually have a uh, it has a separate little valve on it so I can actually change the how hard it, it blows and stuff like that. So I don't have very big of an air compressor. It's only a like oh, eight gallon. Regulator. Yeah, 
I just got a little regulator on it and uh, but it's a little 150 PSI so I can run it for you know 10 minutes which is, works out perfect for me I blow it out and I just come back through with the vacuum knock it out now the ones that are have the the vacuum attachment on top those are pretty cool too but that just seems like more clunkiness just in front of you yep. yeah I was gonna ask if anybody's used those I, they I, look cool I, I'm I used interested one, in it. they're just clunky they're just clunky as hell but my stuff's I, a knockoff. So I mean, my I local it. guy said that they're they doing a redesign and the mo updated model coming this year is gonna be a little less bulky and shitty to use for the the vacuum attachment one. I watched a YouTube video where a guy actually made something like that through his own hose and he's all duct tape, <laughs> and, and that thing worked awesome, you know. But if it comes to chemical, I mean, you know, the thing is, is is the 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 torridors and and the way they're they're broke down is they have such a breakdown ratio that has to be more liquid, like more water-based than liquid because of the, the hose. So if you make your chemical too strong, it will not spray properly. It'll just kind of spit out. But if you thin it out, it sprays really, really good. And it actually, you know, without this cloud of chemical in front of you. So, I mean, all day, every day, I'll, I'll knock that shit out all day long. And it cuts my time down. Like literally if I say, you know, I've got a five hour job and I got to get it done in two and a half. I will literally pull that out right off the bat every single time. It saved me some tremendous time. And I still got my, you know, my shampoo and I've also got my extractor and stuff like that. Those to me, like, like Marty said, it becomes like a check off, check off list that I want to be able to do everything from A to Z. And I have a certain way I do it. And if I follow that as the way I do it, it knocks it out quickly. And so I've just kind of learned what to do, especially when it's, really bad but if i really want to hustle through a job real quickly i'll pull that out real quick oh cody uh we're asking the question if you're trying to reduce your time on a detail from six hours to four hours what uh what would you recommend yeah i i use a tornador quite a bit and i i don't mind using liquid in it um i dilute the crap out of uh hyper clean interior and the concentrate um, pretty much mostly water with a little bit of interior. Otherwise, you're like inhaling. I feel that I'm inhaling the fumes. Yeah, that's um, what Mike. That's what we talked about earlier. That's what we don't. We can't believe people use those because yeah, you're just you're 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 atomizing the product, and then yeah, you're you're basically sucking it straight into your lungs. It's can't be great yeah, for it's you. Brutal. Yeah. I I always used to deal with that, and then I watched a video of Ivan Lacroix talking about he like worked with a shop, and he ended up telling the guy like the he told the owner of the shop to replace the cleaner with just straight up water and add food coloring because yeah. the guys didn't think water did just as good so he just added food coloring to the water and then the guys thought it was like amazing that we're using it every day and they're like what is this stuff and he told them it's like this new crazy product it was just water <laughs> <laughs> you just but, call him shady <laughs> uh <laughs> I don't know if anyone's seen the Tornador Max that just recently came out. You like can't get them anywhere right now. They're out of stock. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Those are pretty sweet. I want to get my hands on one of those when, when possible. They. I've just been using a knockoff Tornador with That's a solution attachment. <laughs> um, but I do actually have a real Tornador, just air blower, and I like to go through beforehand before even vacuuming and like blow everything to the front of the car if i can yep. like under the seats and stuff 
That's what I, I just yeah vacuum. vacuum so you blow you blow you blow back to front. Uh, it, I guess it depends on the yeah the vehicle. <laughs> I find that the front is morally. Well, why are you laughing? Why is everybody laughing? <laughs> I <All> find. <laughs> get your head out of the gutter. Yeah, we got we got kids. Yeah, we got kids. And here. I didn't say anything. Oh. I find the driver area is generally more dirty than like the rest, as well as the passengers. So I try to go from least dirty and blow it all to the to the dirtiest section. From one side makes it easier that way. Yeah, I I would generally I listen. That's just me. I you know I'm a little funny, but I generally blow front to back. That's that's the way I go. You know. Fair enough. Yeah, I, everybody's got their own ways, right? I think we say different strokes for different folks. But it's got a true. different way. Technique. Uh, we're uh, we're looking forward to hanging out next week, Cody, and uh, having some beers together. It'd be fun at Mobile Tech. One guy that we won't see there is Mr. Joe Clean, but it looks like uh, Mr. Joe Clean's working on something pretty. What he's got to say, <laughs> Joe Clean? What are you doing there, man? I'm <laughs> uh, redoing my van. Um, <laughs> I'm putting hardwood floors throughout the whole thing. Putting Ooh, hardwood yeah. floors. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, Mike, Mike could be super proud of you. Boy, yeah. you, I think you yeah. might have just made his heartbeat a little faster. <laughs> yeah. Everything going this way. Oh, well, that's yeah. cool, man. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. So, for the architect type construction guy, um, I'm going to try to talk while I'm uh, showing here a little bit. All right, so I got the hardwood floor. See, I did the edge right here. I don't know if you can see that. Let me back up. I painted uh, the, you know, the wheel wells black right there, laid the hardwood floors. And then um, I'm laying the hardwood floors on this end here. See, look, I got kind of creative right there. You see that? Like, Good job. Oh, cut line. Yeah. yeah. So trying to, because it's not all even. And then I'm blo blocking this off right here. And I'm putting hardwood floors here. My towel basket is going right here with the hardwood floors. Are those, uh, yeah. is that like the, is that the laminate floors that like click in together? Yes, they lock in. And cool. then I'm using my nail gun. And I'm going to do this wall. It's going to be a divider wall with the tank right here and the whole nine. And then I'm going to work on my system next. Jeez. So, <laughs> oh, so my wow. 15s are going right there. System. Oh, yeah. So, and that's right there, the system. So. Yeah, so just working on it slowly but surely, but this is my little rig here. Yeah. You're gonna wanna you're gonna wanna put in a um, uh, a rubber threshold at the end of your hardwood floors on the back of your van and the side. Otherwise, like you're gonna metal metal piece. Yeah, no? you you need something to cover that edge up. Otherwise, you're gonna tear that laminate floor up. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, I would I would say do rubber. Don't do the metal strip. Put a put a put the rubber strip up. Okay. Um, it should be able to find that looks like five sixteenths flooring. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. So you can find five sixteenths thresholds that'll 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 protect that edge. And okay. You'll you'll thank me when you kneel on it. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> my knees are on fire right now. Up and down, up and down, up and down. Well, I'm using this. Unless you're a smart. There's a reason. There's a reason. Yeah. I'm using this little gorilla kneel thing here. So 
I just got it today after two days of work, and now I got a little comfort. So I'm here. All right, Jared. I strongly recommend yeah. knee pads. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Derek, are you going to bring those next week to Mobile Tech? Are you going to let everybody see? Are you going to just wear them straight to the booth and be like walk around the booth wearing your knee pads? Or is that what you're going to do? Right. I'm wearing them on the way to the airport, and then I'm going to wear them on the plane. They carry on. So if, anyone, so if anyone's flying in for 5.30 on Wednesday, you're going to see a guy in, in, in my DJD T-shirt with my camo shorts on walking through the airport with knee pads on, and you're going to be like, there he is. Like, that's going to be me. I'm going to show up to the Airbnb with my knee pads on. So You're going to be yelling at everybody seeing my eyes are up here. My eyes are up here. Yeah, I'm like, guys, guys, <laughs> guys, I'm protecting my knees. Leave me alone. I'm, I'm working. I'm working. Oh, that's too funny. That's too funny. Welcome, Mr. Right. Walters. Good to see you tonight. What's up, guys? Hey. How's it going, man? What's up, right, man? What are you guys up to? No, we're yeah. drinking beer and talking about detailing. We, we actually asked the question because I got asked this question earlier in the week. If uh, if you're dealing detailing a car, it takes you six hours, but uh, you want to knock it down to four. What would you do to help uh, reduce your time? Uh, are we talking about like polishing? Are we talking about interiors? What are we talking about? You know, Nick, it's just a detail. <laughs> <laughs> it's a full detail. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you went too smart on us, man. Hey, we're yeah, just talking I mean, detail I, here. I, just, look, just detail. It just depends on the service. I mean, everything, everything depends on the service. So I, you know, what were the answers? I mean, you guys got to tell me now. Uh, pretty okay, much everybody went with Tornador, and uh, we're gonna tool. we're gonna blow from the back to the front or the front to the back. We hadn't decided, but uh, got it. Yeah. So we're talking about interiors. Got it. Yeah, that would have been useful information when you asked me. Uh, but, yeah, I would use an air tool. Hell, yeah. All right. Cool. Anything else you'd do? Help shave time down if you're going to do a full detail? No, I mean, yeah, I mean, polishing or what? You, this is – you guys got to give me a hint. It's, a, it's, it's, it's an open, open – Yeah, you, you walk in late to the pub, man. You just get thrown questions. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's like – you know, what are we trying to speed up here? If we if we need to speed up polishing, you know, you're going to cut that down. That's Marty. That's the problem with full detail. There's just so many, so many. Things I know. I know. That's why that's, that's the funny part about why he asked that. Yeah. <laughs> like that, he keeps egging it on and that's why we keep playing back and forth because uh, right. Everyone, everyone forgot the easy answer. Switch to hyper clean products. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like you hire somebody. Because <laughs> Derek, right? At, what's in a detail? Oh no, I see. I can't. That's gonna like try to ask that before, and John's like, "Sir, no, <laughs> can't do it. Can't do it." All right, let's uh, let's ask Mario, man. Mario, good to see you. It's been a little bit. Thanks for hopping in. Uh when you've tried to shave down your time, what have you done on a detail? If you're going to try and move from six hours down to four, what would you recommend? Uh, yeah, that's a great question. Um, I don't know. I will say that you have everything already set up, like a nice setup where you have all your tools and, and chemicals ready to, to work. So you don't have to, spend time, um, you know, organizing your stuff, uh, going back and forward to 
for looking for a, a, a tool. So I think that if you really want to do a, I don't know, more efficient, so do a, a, a nice setup and, and do the same setup every time. So that way you just <clears throat> start just working on, on your times. If you have cool. everything on hand, you, you will be more efficient. Yep. Yeah. I will say cool. this setup. Keep your shit clean. That's yeah. it. Then yeah. you know where everything is. And you're not fumbling yep. through it. You just get to get in and out. I can work out of buckets because I grab everything all in section of what I'm going to do, regardless of whether I'm working interior or exterior. If I'm in my truck, I'll grab a bucket. They're like, that's got everything in it. But if yep. I lay that out that way, otherwise I get completely confused and it's just a mess. So just know uh, where your stuff is. John, how many times is it a mess and you're confused? That's what we want to know. Dude, that, that's every day. Every <laughs> day. No, no. <laughs> I'm confused. No, all the time. <laughs> John, you and I are a lot alike on that. So, you know, it is what it is, man. I'm, I'm with you. That's, that's why I don't hide away from if you really want to shave stuff down, make a checklist. I think, yep. uh, I think what, uh, where, where'd he go? Julian, I think that was a great idea of recording yourself. Right. Yep. Go back Absolutely. and then watch yourself what you're doing. Don't yeah. put it on the, the the what is it where it does the fast forward all the time. Don't do that. You know, you're yeah, thinking no. better you're than you are. No time lapse it. No yeah, time no lapse. Time lapse. No. <laughs> I'm not, you don't need to record for a whole four hours. Like, let's say, for example, just doing a section for the exterior wash, decon, or just the interior detail, record for that section. And then see what you're doing. Just set up a tripod on a camera and set yourself up. And then um, when you're done, take a look at it. Yeah, it was a great idea. I, I, I give you that one, man. Kudos. Uh, Nick, uh, I, I want to see what's going on. Yeah, it's cooking with Nick. My, my bad. My bad. Cooking with Nick. <laughs> cooking with Nick is here. Uh, I, of course. I haven't seen you messing around the kitchen much, did you? Were you messing around the kitchen? Of course I am. Really? Of oh, course I am. We really want to know what's on the menu for next week, though, man. That's, that's really what we want to know. Okay. Well, bring, okay. Bring that. Um, that I was thinking. It really depends on how many people are in the cabin, but I'm thinking we could easily do a Nashville hot chicken variation with public chicken, easy way. I'll make the sauce, drizzle it on the chicken, and we go from there. Drizzle. All right. Are you, are you doing that on top of a salad on greens? Are you doing that on the side next to some sweet potato mash, or is that, uh, is that with the waffles like last week? Waffles. Could be with the waffles if there is a waffle maker at the Airbnb. I'll make it happen. Okay. <laughs> I'll make it happen. Okay. Can we request? We uh, can we request bacon in the waffles? Is that a doable thing? In the waffles, that yeah. is doable. In? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, if next time anybody goes to Hash House to go go, uh, that's. That's what that's that's the one thing I get. Hash hash go go every time. Either chicken and waffles because they got bacon in their waffles. You can't beat it. In the waffles or on the waffles? In. Oh, that's hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in in the batter. In the batter. Yep. Yeah. Quite delicious. Am I quite required delicious. to cook like every day, or is this like <laughs> Yeah, you're you're the chef, man. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I usually cook the first night, uh, and then uh, yeah, I'll pass the baton on to you. Okay, that works. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Whatever you need I help have an with, idea. whatever okay. you need help with, man. All right, Derek. Let's idea. hear. Let's hear what the tab out question is for the night. Oh wait, my bad. Cooking with Nick. Uh, you were gonna tell us what you made tonight. Uh, we're making wings. We're in the middle of making them right now. We're air frying them. Um, 
Hmm. I'm going to toss them a little later and post it on Instagram. But right now, here's the current air fried wings. Ooh, sir. Looks good. All right. So talk to me about the air fryer. Yeah. I mean, it's a fancy little unit, not going to lie, but <laughs> all you got to do right. is season them and toss them in oil and throw them in at like 425 for 20 minutes. Toss them halfway through and like, that's it. It's sweet. 20 minutes and you're done. Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. <laughs> I got to make it. All you, all, all you got to do to make like, I'm making lemon pepper wet wings, like from the movie Atlanta, if you've seen that. Um, so I'm going to make a lemon pepper glaze that goes over them. And toss them in that, and I'll post that later. Okay, yeah, please do. Nick is a big fan of wings. Yeah. Nick is a big fan of wings. Yeah, I can go hard on some wings. <laughs> Favorite sauce? Uh, as hot as you can get it. Okay. Yeah. So anything ghost pepper or anything like that. Um, that's that's like the one thing you know, Marty. You know, I can I can throw away some hot food. <laughs> That's the one thing I got. I got the spice gene. I I can't help it. I'll be like, I, you know, if you're not sweating, you're not eating. That's the way I look at it. True. <laughs> uh, I'm of cayenne in my sauce. There you go. You do. Do you mess with the curry? You mess with the curry spice? Yeah, I yeah. like I like some. It depends on I don't know. Curry can get kind of funky. So <laughs> like I don't like you know what I mean. Like I don't I don't like all curry, but you know a good spicy curry. Hell yeah, I could. Yeah. That ended up being my Buffalo Wild Wings spice of choice was when they came out with curry, that Thai curry. I never went back. That's what I got every I time. You rock, I see you rocking the new pints and polishing uh, apparel. Yeah, I was yeah. going to mention that. I was going to mention yeah. that. Looking good. I need to get some, man. Yeah, we're uh, we're testing it out now, seeing uh, if we good. found somebody that can make our apparel. So they're, they're, they're crazy I'm soft best. hoodies, man. Yeah. Is it crazy a soft. A Slim fitting. Slim fitting, as you can tell, yeah. I'm a super slim trim guy. Very on sale. You, tell? you know, like no, that. No. Uh, do you see no, the commercial no. that comes to your Instagram? Maybe you guys don't. For some reason, the algorithm shows it to me. It's all the big dudes in those slim shirts. And they keep talking about hiding your dad bod. I, maybe you guys don't get that, but my algorithm, my algorithm is is dudes. Yeah, everybody's yeah it shows up. <laughs> So uh, we definitely went with that, Nick. Good choice on uh, on the texture. You're right; it is it's very soft, and I I love the color too. It's yeah, good color. We did a good job. Yeah, so yeah. What, uh, we're hoping we found somebody, but let's see uh, let's see how they wear and tear here for a minute, and then maybe we'll get them for sale for sure. Definitely, uh, Derek. Uh, love to hear what that tab out question of the night is. Well, uh, going along with. Uh, kind of where we guys were talking about a little bit of detailing, but um, is the perfect detail possible? Yes. Every time my customer pays and is happy, it was a perfect detail. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Lucas, what about you? Nope. Nope. Customers can be happy. All of my customers have been happy so far, but to my eye, there's always going to be something that's not going to come out. Uh, there's always going to be that scratch that's not going to come out. There's always going to be that. It's always going to be something that I'm going to know about that no one else will know about, but there's going to be something in every car, even brand new ones. And I don't care which manufacturer you choose out of a hat. Every single one of them is going to have something that's not going to disappear. Yep. 
there, therein lies the catch 22 of it. It's that's the part of the good question of it, Derek. You know, that is the good question of it. Mike, what's your side? Depends on the price. <laughs> I can make anything perfect. If they want to pay for it. hundred percent. Okay. You know, if I got to, if I got to pick stones out of a, out of a radiator or tires or whatever they want to pay for. You're the man that will achieve perfection. Or die trying. <laughs> <laughs> Get it. Get it. Hopefully not the, the lighter part, right? Yeah, no, no. That, that, yeah, that's what my wife keeps reminding me of. Yeah, good call. Brandon from Shawshank. I agree with Lucas. Um, I, I chase perfection a lot, especially if they're paying me to do it. But I also work on brand new cars and see things that are under the paint, see things that there's no way to fix. There's no such thing as perfect, even on brand new cars. Just like he said, I, I agree. Okay, so you can't ever find perfection, but you, so, okay. So even though you'll chase it, you'll never find it. Correct. Exactly. Um, and you know what? The, the best people will probably say they got it perfect, but I'm sure if you put a light on it, you'll see it's about 98% there. Mm -hmm. It's going to be something. Okay, cool. Derek, uh, answer your own question, I guess. We'll let you. Uh, to me, the perfect detail is when the customer kind of tells you like whatever it's going to cost to get whatever it needs to get done. They don't ask price and they leave you alone when I'm out there, when I'm not going to their house to do their car, they literally just, I, I get, I show up, they hand me the keys and go tell me when it's done. And then I literally do what I have to do. They come out, they literally have their credit card ready to go. I pay and then I leave. And then they're, they literally go, this is the best detail I've ever had. To me, that's the perfect detail. But I have done cars like uh, Brandon's talking about where like I did a brand new Corvette where I saw runs and no matter how much I was showing the customer, he couldn't see him. And it, it kind of irked me. But I just said, you know what? It's not my car. I did the car. Guy paid me. And to me, those perfect details are one they just don't care. It's like however much it costs. Like, and I go, OK. And they leave me alone. That's the thing for me, they leave me alone. Like they just hand you the keys and say, <clears throat> Go to town, sir. Like, I got you. I, I trust you. And I go, okay. Like, I see sand marks under under the finish in new cars sometimes. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it, there's no such thing as perfect anymore. Yeah. It really isn't. Julian. Yes. Um, you know, with perfection, I mean, I when I do my inspections before we do the coatings, um, especially after we do like a detail or we do like a paint correction for a car, I'm going to let the customer know, especially if like, for example, Tesla's, I mean, I think you guys know that they're not perfect at all, in any shape or form. Mm -hmm. um, you open the door, you see overspray, you see uh, nibs here and there. I mean, and the customers, sometimes they don't know until you actually mention it. Mm -hmm. Nibs here and there are nibs like everywhere. 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 everywhere, yeah, fucking everywhere, yeah, everywhere. The ones I've done, you didn't hear that, yeah. Um, there was one time where, um, so <laughs> I live in the Bay Area and there's a lot of Tesla dealerships over here. Um, and then there's one nearby. So we had a customer who basically she got her car back from the tent shop, 
some scratches on the paint. So they had to go to do a claim, insurance, and then Tesla, the dealership has, has their own body shop there. So it gets it back from the body shop and we, don't, we want to get it coated. So I do my inspection for the coating. And I'm looking under the body panels and the bumpers. I'm like, wow, this is the worst trip I've ever seen. <laughs> you know? um, there's overspray everywhere. The paint, it was black paint. And I mean, the orange peel was just horrible. It was horrendous. Um, and they didn't sand it properly. And I told her, look, I mean, come back to me in a month when everything's all straightened away and fixed and the paint's cured and then we can take care of it. And then I can take a look at it. Yeah. But I mean, like just with that being said, I mean, we had we did a coating for a, a plaid, a model plaid, and even that had like issues that too, as far as like, you know, overspraying little nibs here and there. And that's like a six figure car. Yeah. You know, um, I've done a few cars where they're like all custom paint jobs and like they're, you know, they're worth so much money, right? It's a custom job. Um, and you'll still see the same thing too of custom painters. Um, there's parts where like they didn't stand all the way because they know that person that's who's going to buy it's not going to see it. All right. So you're, I think you're on the no side. No, there is no such thing as perfection for cars. Cool. All right. Brandon from Tim's. Hi, Brandon. We forgot to ask you earlier. Actually, you know, those of us that grabbed the, the Voodoo Ranger, which one did you get? We've got a couple that grabbed the traditional IPA. Derek grabbed a whole mixture of them. Which one did you get? I couldn't decide, so I went with the Juicy Haze and the Agent 77, and this is damn near the perfect beer, so if you can find oh. me this, you need to grab that. This oh. is a part of their rotating line. I don't I don't know what that means, but I guess it comes and goes. Oh. But yeah. it's damn near perfect. <laughs> uh, Derek, was that in was that in your combo pack you got? No, they they had uh everything but that, but I saw Brandon's post on Instagram and I'm like, if I had gone to my other liquor store, I probably would have been able to get it because they carry a lot of Voodoo Ranger, but uh it was everything but that. It was like everything the juicy everything else. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to dig I'm gonna have to dig for it because here Voodoo Ranger is not a major it's not a major beer that gets sold, but we can find a couple of those Voodoo Rangers in the gas station. So that's why I've liked them. Uh, this guy, Derek, you remember Chase Lucas? Uh, you know, he regular in the community years ago, and he yeah. uh, he he and I would send back pictures back and forth of Voodoo Ranger. It was a beer that that we liked. It's a good beer. Yeah, Brandon, uh, if if you're gonna achieve a perfect detail, is that possible? I think uh, beauty's been guided to older, right? Um, for <laughs> for us, I mean, obviously, I, I don't think anything will be perfect. But when you do that minivan, and you know, the mom is more than aesthetic or happy that you know her her van is not dirty anymore, and she thinks it's perfect. But we still there's a stain there that didn't come out because the kid spilled coke three years ago, and you couldn't get it out, or you know, whatever. But um, I don't think perfections in anything is really possible, but you know, like I said, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. You know, some people look at something and, and think it's perfect and we see something that they can't see. Yeah. True. True. Good point. Good point. John. So I'm, I'm, you know, Brandon kind of stole my thunder on that one because I, I've, I've learned a, a new definition of perfection because as detailers, we never find it as, as perfect. We always find something to be, you know, that 
we need to get it done. But what I've learned is when it's 110 degrees and I'm sweating my ass off and the passion is just pushing me through of, of God, I just want to get done with this. And when the client is so overwhelmed with joy and happiness because you just clean their car. And even though you don't think it's a hundred percent, they're so overwhelmed because they appreciate your actual work. I think that's what makes um, any detail. I feel like what they achieved right then and there is perfection because to me, perfection is taking care of the customer. And when a customer reciprocates that hundred percent joy back, that makes me just go, I understand it's 110 degrees and I, I smell like swamp ass. I'm, I'm done. I'm cool. I, that perfection to me is, is that visually I don't ever be perfect, perfect, but having a customer completely overjoyed with the actual work and the appreciation of what you just did for them. It's life-changing. It really is. When moms can go, I've been asking my husband for six months to clean my car. We come in and do it in five hours. We know what fight just started, but you know he's pissed because he had to spend four or five hundred dollars and she's just happy that she got a clean car so i think you can do that perfection but it's it's about the appreciation you receive back that's what that's perfecting me okay sounds good i'm gonna hop in close down when we close down the pub a beer that i picked up this weekend i'm super excited about drinking next week in florida Derek. we only get it when we go over there yeah it, Yingling, the oldest brewery in America, but it stopped shipping. Uh, well, Arkansas and Texas. For some reason, they don't That's like it. us Oklahomans, and I can't get it. So I'm going to close down the pub for me uh, with the Yingling. So uh, the Voodoo Ranger IPA did me well, but I, I've been waiting to drink this. So, Cody, uh, what about you, man? Uh, are you a perfection chaser? Can you achieve perfection or is perfection nowhere, anywhere possible? I don't know. Before my business was where it's at now, I, I used to be one to chase perfection, but yeah, I've since realized that that's not, not something that is ever even possible, no matter how much time or how perfect you want to get it. Like there's always going to be something like everyone else has said. So I don't really like to chase it. At the end of the day, if the customer's happy and overjoyed, then that's really all that matters. We're always going to see stuff that's there. Um, regardless, we have the the uh, the disease of the detailer's eye, as some might say. <clears throat> um, but yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at with that. Before we move on from that, I wanted to ask you a question, Marty. Um, is there possibly a group chat or anything for everyone going to mobile tech oh yeah no problem man i'll, I'll connect with you uh offline yeah sounds definitely. good yep uh yeah, all I right me to that too yeah 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 no doubt uh joe clean i know you're busy uh putting in your floors but we're curious from you man because you've sure. got that joe clean special You've got yeah. you've got the top dog that you you say that you can achieve perfection at ten thousand dollars. So, yep. can you? Is is there such thing as a perfect detail? Um, okay, so if you put everything that everybody said in one big gumbo pot, because you started out with if the customer pays me and says they're happy, that's and then you're happy because you did the detail, that's perfection. If there's a scratch that 
You know what I mean? That you're just trying to get, but the customer's not paying for that. That's two different things. But whatever I say I'm going to do, I'm going to do it at the level that I say I'm going to do. So if that, if that spot cannot come up because the dye has been in that carpet for God knows how long, what he said about the soda with the kids, I'm telling you that it's going to be uh, at least 70 to 80% clean. It's dyed unless we actually dye the carpet. There's no way to actually get rid of it. So for me, yes, there is perfection in what you actually are charging for. Can I get headlights perfect, uh, perfection? I mean, to perfection, yes. But if it's internal, no. So it's whatever I'm trying to chase. Can I take out that headlight and replace it perfectly? Yes, because it's bolts and screws. But again, to me, it's so many different levels of it. So I guarantee clean though it's free. So if I'm wiping down your dashboard, if you see a big streak, that's when you get a free wash. But if I make that dashboard streak free with the proper chemicals, hyper clean, blah, 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 so on and so forth, what I use, even if I use alcohol and water, I can clean a window streak free. So it's yes, I can guarantee clean though it's free, what you're paying for. I'm not chasing for something you're not paying for, if that makes sense. Yeah. I don't get bent, I don't get bent on it. I, I just because I like a whopper with cheese, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna, oh my God, I just want to put cheese on it. That's not where my heart is at. You paid for a Whopper, lettuce, tomatoes, and that's it. I'm going to give you exactly what you asked for, regardless of what I think you should have. If I recommend it, you don't take it. My feelings and emotions are off of it. But then when you give them that vehicle and they look at it and they say that that's what they paid for, did you achieve a perfect detail? I achieved a perfect detail because we met an agreement. That's it. That's bottom line in business. I'm not your guy that's trying to be on TV to say I can do everything to 110% because guess what? I don't know how to do everything to 110%. I just stay in my lane and what I can do and what I, I only offer what I can guarantee. If I can't guarantee it, I'm not doing it. That's why I can guarantee clean oil street. All right, man. Yeah. I like it. All right. yep. We'll let you All get right, back to those floors. Yes, sir. Joe. Thanks, man. Joe. Nope, he's gone. Joe's gone. Damn, Wait, Joe. Joe's coming back. Joe, that best T-shirt I've ever seen. Joe, what's your T-shirt? It says "Not oh. today, Satan." I love it. <laughs> Such a, like yes, I, I saw it, I was like, "Yes." <laughs> Not today, Satan. <laughs> Not today, Satan. Hey, I, I was uh, Derek. I was gonna come on here and say you're that guy on the Hyperclean website. Yes, yes. If you go, I didn't know that. Don't yeah, scratch your head. Go. Don't get nervous. You're that guy. He got oh his throat. Yeah, that's an old – that is uh, yeah. when um, last year in 2020 when Marty first did like the – when we went to Mobile Tech, he had a, a, like, a like a whole bunch of detailers set up, and I had my full fro, and Marty was like, hey, send me, send me a picture of uh, you for the thing. And I like stood in front of my car and took a picture, and then Marty's like, oh, you, you made the booth. And then I got to Mobile Tech. I looked over and I was like, oh my God, I'm on this damn brochure. I'm on the, like, it was plastered all over mobile tech. And I'm like, so then when the app came out, Marty's like, oh, by the way, like, you know, my, my guy made the, the site uh, for the app. And I was like, okay, cool. And I scrolled down. I was like, oh God, I'm on the app. And I'm just yeah. like, oh. and like, it's cool. But like, yeah, that is, that is me on the, uh, on the thing. It's pretty cool. But uh, I showed my brother and he's like, I'm like, you know, people buy stuff. I, I love it. It's, it's, it's cool. It's really cool. Well, it's well, interesting stuff. you mentioned that, Joe. Uh, 
hopefully we're Nick and I are fingers crossed, you know, <laughs> we're fingers crossed next week. There'll be a brand new website, new design to the app and everything, you know, we're, we're fingers crossed. I know it don't include me because I haven't gave you a headshot by my car with a fro. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yo, send it in now, man. Send it in. No, no. Joe, maybe. I'll, I'll, Joe. I want him to ask me to take It's one. cool, so I'm man. Like, I'm going to keep job. making Do a, a difference so he can ask me to take a picture, okay? Let me maybe I use my life. Joe, maybe I used the one that you and I took from uh, the training event, huh? Maybe wow. I used that one. Ah, huh? I got one in the holster. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. I, I like that. Maybe. We went Good with stuff. a little bit different approach this time, though, actually. We went with a little bit different approach. So, uh, but it's clean, super clean. You'll see when you guys come to Mobile Tech, you'll see some of the same images. It's, uh, it's a really nice projection of, of where we're headed as a brand. You know, Nick, Nick can testify to the amount of times we, we've walked back and forth through all those different stuff. I mean, it's a long process. It's been a long process, but we're excited. Uh, next week's a big week. It's a big week with the layout of a bunch of different stuff and different things coming out. So we're definitely excited about it. Uh, cooking with Nick. Uh, Want to know from you the uh, tab out question. Since we've been talking about Tesla, uh we know that Tesla paint ain't great and you're working on a Tesla there at Tesla. Can Always. you achieve a perfect detail? Depends on two things. Depends on kind of two categories here. Your expectations as a detailer and your expectations as a customer. As a customer, if you, if, if the detailer exceeds your expectations, you got a perfect detail sweet as a detailer there's no such thing as a perfect detail there's always going to be that one little thing that you want to chase that you want to go far into that like i said you want to you want to chase that's just not really achievable either be the condition of the paint that doesn't allow it say if it's a, a scratch that's too deep and you, you can't go deep enough to get it out or they've not paid enough to to allow me to go deep enough to get that defect. Um, yeah. What do you think? <laughs> it sounded like you're right in the middle is what it sounded like. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. There's kind of two ways. Yeah. Kind of a few ways of thinking about it, but as a detailer, nah, there's no such thing as perfect. Cause there's, there's always something else that you want to chase that can be, improved upon if i were to throw names out and say like okay who's close enough to what i think would be my idea of a perfect detail think jim white from white details you can see him on youtube and you can look at his as his details and one of his most amazing videos i think of is he spent 10 days on a g-wagon 10 days on a g-wagon and he went through every single bit and piece that he could find. The mufflers he polished, I mean, yeah. throughout and throughout, like everything. That to me, as a detailer, would be like my ideal detail where oh. I could go through everything I can see. But I guarantee you, there's going to be something on that detail that he wished he could get out and he could improve. So, no, I don't think there's a perfect detail for a detailer. But for a customer, there is perfection. 
All right. I, Lucas, he kind of, he kind of fell into your uh, category in a sense. Like you could yeah. do all this, you could do everything. I mean, all that work on a G wagon, but it couldn't ever be perfect. So it, I get your side, Lucas. Now, definitely. Uh, all right, Mario. Want to know? Can you achieve a perfect detail? <laughs> yeah, I agree with Nick. There's two points of view: your expectations and customer ex expectations. So, I always work with customers' expectations. So, I I do my inspection. I see what I can do, and then I ask the customer, "What is he looking to achieve?" Uh, maybe I don't know there's a big scratch and that's the only thing that they they are seeing that's where I'm gonna focus to just to achieve customer expectations and that will be perfect for customer but then I know that there's more stuff that I can just fix and I, I, I always ask for customer expectations I don't I don't explain everything to the customer because maybe there's something that they don't care. And, and if the customer is just looking for something interior or exterior, that's where I just focus with, on. But uh, if there's perfection, it will be customer's expectations. And, and if you can meet the customer expectations, it will be perfect. Uh, but sometimes customer expectations even you know, they are like uh, impossible to achieve. Like uh, there's a scratch that I want to fix, but the scratch is, is it already removes uh, the paint. So there's nothing that you can do. You just have to paint the whole part and, and you cannot fix that. So there, there's stuff that you cannot do even, you know. What about uh, Mario? Do you ever get the ones that look at those bug etching marks? And they go, how come these bugs didn't come off? They're just bugs. Yeah, That's always yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. actually, yeah. I, I had a customer with the same thing. Uh, it was like a regular uh, 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 wash. Uh, it wasn't even a detail. And uh, she she just drive and she has look at some bags. And, and then she came back and she say, hey, what happened with these bugs? And they say, and then I explained to the customer, but she didn't get it that, you know, those, I mean, I, I try and I, I did it for free for the customer. So I did some clay bar and then I polish and I make it look better. But, um, you know, the bug mark was there forever. <laughs> Even, you know, after polish it and, and, and all the stuff, it, it already, made the impact on the uh, clear code and I, I knew that it wasn't perfect but then I just showed the the, the change to the customer and, and she was happy after that it was a regular customer so that's why I did it for free I didn't charge anything so I did the clay bar and a little bit of polish to make it look better and then she was fine and she was happy with it but still, the, the bug mark was there. It was already damaged, the, the clear code. Yeah. And I, I would say if there was a part, right, like <clears throat> that would knock out for me the perfect detail, it would be those bug etching marks. Because it's like you get everything else out, and it's like, God damn. Like, you just, some of those just won't come out. They're, they're, they're in. Like, yeah. you're like, yeah. if I could have at least gotten those out, I think it would have been. Yeah. So, uh, it's, Julian, it's also my on yeah, a different note, Julian, to you and or anybody else that has seen it. I think it was another thing on uh, uh, on Instagram and 
what the algorithm was showing me, but I, I kept seeing this, this really cool piece of uh, a wall art where they, they dip a bumper, but it's, it's not that dip that goes onto the bumper. It takes a frame and then they put that up on the wall as the artwork. And it was basically just this big giant piece that looked like a, a you know, it had the headlights, had the grill, had the bumper, and it was a whole front end of a vehicle that was coming sticking out of a wall. Have you have you seen that? Pardon me? Yeah. Oh, um, in person, no, but I've seen those Instagram photos. Yeah. You know, I think something similar, just not exactly the same. Um, cosmetology, Jennifer Turcott, um, that shop she works at, that she shares with, that auto shop. Um, yeah, her boyfriend's shop. Yeah, her boyfriend's shop. They have like a half, either the front or the back end of like a Porsche 911. And it's basically a whole cutout of that section. And it's basically put on, they put on as their for their logo. Um, but as far as for what exactly you said, no, I haven't seen anything similar like that in my, no. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be up on stage. We're excited about recording an episode with her. She's always fun. Okay. We've known each other for years and years and years. When we were getting pictures for the episodes from different people, uh, she sent me one uh, and she was making a joke out of it. But it was a night that, you know, we've shared that story where we were going around in Vegas and uh, I was wearing flip flops and we couldn't get into a club. And so I had to go get some female loafers and put on <laughs> and uh, <laughs> hey it is what it is you know it got me in the club uh but uh here's here's the picture i don't we'll see if it'll come through and if you can i don't know if i can zoom in and see those wonderful looking flip-flops but oh no there it no. Is. oh there we go <laughs> yeah there's the flip-flops <laughs> Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Jen's Jen's a good friend. All right, guys. Thanks so much for hopping on the pub. It's a good time. I enjoyed uh, some good voodoo ranger and then finished off with this yingling. I'm ready to drink definitely more yingling next week. That black and tan might be a, a one to go after. Yeah. What do you think, Brandon? Yeah. Mm. All yeah, right. Week we'll, we'll be doing a yingling since you can, you can't get in Oklahoma and you can get in Florida. We'll just go ahead and do yingling next week. All right, let's do it. And we'll probably have the live version with multiple people in the, the house and uh, then everybody else jump on too. So looking forward to it, guys. All right. We'll see everybody next week. Lucas, always a pleasure. Brandon, thanks so much. And Julian, good to see you again. Derek, great question. I'm going to miss you, Marty. <laughs> I, I, I'm going on my 10-year wedding anniversary, so I can't come. I'm going to miss you. I I'm going to miss the food. I'm going to miss all you guys. Peace out, man. Are you going on Wednesday? Or are, are, are you guys? On? Definitely, oh, Joe. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm leaving from the 26th to the 31st. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so I'm still up in the air where I'm going. It's either Hawaii. Um, it's crazy. I got all kinds of destinations. And I ain't got the tickets yet, but we're going to do what we do. Hell yeah. yeah. So, oh, that's what I, I was just it. looking at. I'm like, Joe, it's the 19th. You ain't got yeah. your tickets yet, bro. You, no, you just no. wasted thousands of dollars. Exactly. But we're going to do what we got to do. That's how it goes here. Okay, man. <laughs> Not intentionally, but that's just how it is, man. I get it. I get it. All right. So we'll again, miss you, we'll though. We'll miss you. Safe travels, though. We'll miss you. Yes. Safe travels. Safe sure. travels. Thank congrats on the 10 years. Definitely congrats on the 10 years. Thank Brandon you. from Tim's. 
Always a pleasure, brother. We'll miss you next week, but uh, we'll see you on the pub. Mr. John Bates will be joining us, though. Excited about getting to hang out in person. It'll be a lot of fun. Mario, yeah. man, great to see you again. Uh, we'll hopefully see you next week. And, uh, Nick, we'll be looking forward to your cooking. Hopefully my, hopefully my meal will live up to your expertise. <laughs> the only thing, right, the only thing I ask for is that it's edible. That's it. Same. I do my details same. the same way I do my cooking. As long as you can eat it, as long as you can drive away in it, and you're happy, cool, we're good. All right. Same so, here, buddy. Same hey, here. As long as you can eat it, I'll be good. Looking forward to seeing everybody next week. Have a great night. See you, ya. you too.